Okay, today we're primarily going to discuss the halachas of adjusting a Shabbos clock on Shabbos. Before we start, before we start discussing adjusting a Shabbos clock on Shabbos, we really have to address the question: Can you have a Shabbos clock set up before Shabbos? Running into Shabbos setup, your time, your lights are going to go on and off on a timer. Your air conditioning, they're going to go on and off on a timer. So the, the Mishnah in Shet Masech Shabbos brings a machlekes beShamay beShil. Are you allowed to start do your uh, start a malacha before Shabbos? where you're done all your actions before Shabbos, but the result of that continues into Shabbos. Anything over electricity, things today, you turn it on, right? That's your action that starts before Shabbos. It continues into Shabbos. Beisol says you're allowed to. It's an exception of things that make a lot of noise, which is discussed at a different time. And Beishamay does not allow you to do any of those malachas. That, since your kalim, your utensils, are working on Shabbos, that, that is problematic according to Beishamay. Beisol says my action was concluded before Shabbos, I'm good to go. I don't care what happens <clears throat> on Shabbos. Most places can assume from here. That make a difference if the actual malacha started before Shabbos or the malacha starts on Shabbos because my action is from before Shabbos, just as a timer. If a person sets up a timer, they didn't do any malacha before Shabbos, but their action concluded before Shabbos. That's going to result in the malacha starting on Shabbos. Most places can assume that the same way they still allows you to turn on a light on Shabbos, before Shabbos, because my action was before Shabbos. So that's why I can set a timer, because my action was before Shabbos, and therefore most places can say you can set up a timer to be used before Shabbos. Moshe Feinstein was actually against the use of timers for most things. He had two problems with the use of timers. He said, A, we don't allow you to tell a non-Jew to do something for you on Shabbos. So why am I allowed to tell the timer to do something for, you, for me on Shabbos? Huh? It's not a human. No, what? It's not a human. Why not? As, as, why is a timer not a human? No, 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 it's not human, human. Why is it? But the problem is, I can't, I can't tell someone, I can't, if I'm causing that malachim to be done on Shabbos, he said there would be a similar idea to Amir Lakum, and he wants to say it would, it would be maybe on that same rubric of Amir Lakum. Because I am, but I am, I am telling something to do the malachim for me on Shabbos. No, it's, 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 okay, but there isn't a person doing it, is it actually a malachim? Okay, yeah, fine. There, there, there will be room to... That's why everyone may argue in Ramesha, but there's... Ramesha held that it was A, a problem of Ramesha Akum, B, it was a problem, he said, it was a tremendous zilzal of Shabbos, tremendous denigration of Shabbos. If they have things, he said, you can have entire factories that are going to be... that can be run. You know, you just go, you set up all your all, all your timers before Shabbos, and the whole thing runs on Shabbos. And he was, he held that, you know, if... if, if Timers had been around, Shabbos clocks had been around in times of Chazal, they for sure would have um, prohibited their use on Shabbos. And he did not allow the use of timers. He had one exception for lights. He said, lights you are allowed to use, without getting into why that is so. He, huh? We'll get, we'll get to, yeah, after we'll talk about it. But, but he held that you can't use it for anything, that you're, you're not allowed to use timers for anything except for lights. Practically, that stock was not accepted by most of Klayasol, and the, the, the widespread minog is that people do use timers for lights, AC, and basically anything else. Again, based on, the, based on that Mishnah. Now that we people do use timers, and even according to Mishnah, we'll discuss it just to go according to everyone, let's say you have your lights on a timer, and you want to adjust your timer on Shabbos. It's, you, post, your lights were supposed to go on at 10 o'clock, and now you want them to go on at 9 o'clock. Can I... Take, can I take my timer and play or adjust it? That's going to cause it to go on earlier, to go off earlier, to go, you know, to go on later. All these different, different scenarios of adjusting a timer on Shabbos. So really, what is the question? We know by every malacha, usually, what you're doing is that your 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 hands do an action, and that results in clearly, directly, and immediately results in a malacha. You write, you have a letter. You separate something. You do an action with your hands, and you separate it. Right? That's prayer. You you put out a fire with your hands. 
All that's the usual malacha is done something you direct action from your hands. What happens if it's not a direct action from my hands, but it's a I put my hands put into in, into into effect a sequence of events which result in something happening? Is that included in the malacha of Shabbos? Is that permitted to be done on Shabbos if the result of that is going to be a malacha? Usually we said a malacha is something which is directly from my hands. Here the question is something which not directly from my hands, but I set into motion a sequence of events that results in a malacha. The halachic term for that is a grama. I caused it. I didn't do it. I caused it. Is that permitted on Shabbos? So the Mishnah in Shabbos brings down a case. Someone has a fire burning and it's going to get close to their property. Assume, there's, of course, that there's no, no concern of loss of life. There's no danger to life. Everyone's in an abandoned place. No one's around. And the Mishnah said, you can't, you can't put out a fire on Shabbos. That's one of the malachas of Shabbos. The Mishnah said, you can take a bunch of barrels filled with water, put them in a line in front of your property. Now when the fire gets there, they will burst open those barrels, all the water come out, and the fire will go out. As the Mishnah says. What I do, I didn't directly put out the fire, I set into motion a sequence of events that results in the fire going out. The Gemara says, why is that permitted? The Pasuk says, you can't do any malacha. Doing malacha with your hands is prohibited. Causing a malacha to happen, the Mishnah says, is not prohibited, and that is mutter on Shabbos. That comes out from the Mishnah. The, many of the Rishayim say that is only on a derisa level, on a Torah level, you cannot cause, there's no prohibition of causing to go out. Midrabanon, we still include that in Lacha Shabbos, therefore you cannot do it. Why does the Mishnah say you can do it by a fire? There was a the case of a financial loss. The Rabbanon never, never, never established that there's a, a prohibition in that case. The Rabbanon said that when there's a financial loss, you can cause something to go out. In the extreme need, we're going to allow you to do a grama, something which is, again, setting into, uh, into motion a sequence of events, which causes a malacha. That, they said, usually is prohibited mid It's permitted in a case of a financial loss or another type of similar need. Comes along with Shomel Zaman Arbach, and Shomel Zaman says like this. So you have a timer on Shabbos, and now, again, it's supposed to go on at 10 o'clock, and now I want it to go on at 9 o'clock. Right, so I go and I take. You have different types of timers. They have the ones either like this, where you have the, each time has a thing. And I go and I move. I push the, the pins down over here that make it go on an hour earlier. Right, right now it's eight o'clock in the morning. What did I do? I essentially set into on Shabbos. I set into motion a sequence of events that's going to cause the lights to go on. Shmuel says that is our Gemara. Of same same thing as putting a bunch of barrels. In front of a fire. Same thing of any grama of causing an action, causing a malacha to happen on Shabbos. Someone says, someone says, what would come out? It's not a deraisa, because it said grama's mutter. It's a derabanan, which we said is permitted in a case of a financial loss. Or if someone says, let's say you have a sick person who needs his sleep and the lights are on, right? He said he needs to go to sleep, can't go to sleep with the lights on, but they're gonna, but if you can make the lights go out earlier, an hour earlier now, right, by adjusting my timer, someone said that would be. Now the analogous to a financial loss, a sick person's needs, and therefore, if Shalom Zaman said, you'd be allowed to adjust that in a case of extreme need, either a financial loss, which is not so practical by a timer, or a case of Shalom Zaman says, of a sick person who needs to sleep, he says, that would be the case where you'd be allowed to make it go off earlier. What if, what if your Shabbos guests leave much earlier than you were anticipating? So you don't need the lights on anymore, and it costs money. So, so I think the couple bucks for the electric company. I don't think that's that, that's the, the yeah. It's a, a real your house is going to burn down. That's the case of the Gemara. That was a you know a real financial loss or a sick person's needs is like that, but not in, uh, otherwise not. That that is what Shalom Zaman Abba Chol said. You're allowed to you're allowed to make something go on earlier or off earlier. 
in a case of a, of a big need. Now, practically, that, that's not so, it doesn't help us so much. You know, most cases, you know, pointing out not, it's not really relevant, unless you have a sick person or some other needs. However, Shulman Zalman takes this idea and builds it one step further. <coughs> There's a lacha. Someone has a candle sitting on the windowsill over there, and the window's open, and it's a windy day, and the thing's blowing hilter-skilter, and it's going to go out in a minute. Right? The wind's going to put it out. Are you allowed to close the window? You're not allowed to light a fire in Shabbos, right? But now I'm going to the fire would go out in a minute. Now I'm closing the window. It's going to stay lit for another for another five hours. Are you allowed to close the window? Huh? Then your intention is that I want to have the light. I do not want the light. No, I do not want the light going out because I need that candle. Yeah? What malach am I doing? Absolutely nothing. I am stopping something else from 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 putting out my candle. But I'm not lighting a candle. That's Allah, it's Allah and Shukrah, and it's very logical. Also, I didn't do anything. I just prevented the candle from going out. That's not called lighting the candle. Says the Shamazawan. If someone has a timer, the lights are, are the lights are on, and they set it to go off, let's say, at 10 o'clock on Friday night, and their suit is going much longer than that, and they see at 9.30 that they're they're nowhere near finished. They don't want the lights going out in the middle of their suit. Says the Shamazawan, if I now adjust the timer and keep make it go on, the lights stay on longer. That's like closing the window so the wind doesn't put out my fire. I just prevented the timer from putting out my lights. Therefore, Shomazam says, any case where I'm keeping the status quo, either they're off and I'm keeping them off longer, I'm adjusting the timer to keep them off longer, or they're on and I'm adjusting the timer to keep them on longer, I'm just preventing the timer from putting them, out, putting them on, whatever the case is, and that, Rosh Hashanah said, I didn't do anything. I just prevented the timer from changing my lights. And the Rosh Hashanah holds, I'm always allowed to keep the status quo. So by that, you could, you could, if you had one of the old style Oh, so I guess. Old style thermostat, if it's on, you can turn it, if it's the, the air conditioning, you can turn it so it stays on. Okay, so, 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 so thermostat, I, I hear, I think the price can differentiate between that. I don't see, I saw they discuss it. I don't remember how, how they come out over there. I don't think. Halakhically, it's the same. I, I don't think so. I hear the question. Yeah, it, should, it sounds very similar. But, but your point is, the status. So that's like closing the window. I have a light. I have a candle burning. I'm closing the window. Right. So now I'm preventing something going out. I'm retaining the status of go. I didn't make the light. I didn't make the light go on. The light is on. I didn't make the light go off in that case. I just I just kept it off for longer. I'm maintaining the status quo. Shlomo Zaman says as much. Status, you're not doing well, the reason why maintaining the status is mutter because I'm not doing malach. Whenever I maintain the status, I'm not doing malach. Yeah. Okay. How is that different than putting the things around my house? Then what? Putting the water around my house. Because I am there, the fire is coming, and I want to put out the water. The fire is going to put out the, the, the water is going to put out the, 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 the water is going to put out the fire. Yeah, I know, I know, because I'm there, I'm changing it. Here, I have a light. No, I can't, I can't make the lights go. I can't make the lights go off earlier. But if they're on, I want to keep them on longer. That's not the case of the fire. I'm putting out the fire. Here, I'm keeping them on longer. Now, Rafael Zalman points out that if you have a um, this this type of timer is very good. You just push down the buttons. But let's say you have one of the timers with the pegs. You have the green pegs make it go on, and the red pegs make it go off. So let's say someone has their has their Shabbos lights on, then backwards they want to keep them off longer. For whatever reason they want to keep off their they have an air conditioning going, and they realize it's, it's they have an air conditioning on timer. The day is much colder than they thought it was. They don't want the air conditioning going on. So they're going to adjust it to make it go on much later now. Right? 
Shalom says, what happens if you take out your green timer? It's supposed to go on at 10 o'clock. Take out your green pin, right? Now the timer's not going on at all. I put it in at 12, I just made it go on, Shalom says. Get a second green pin. Exactly. That's what Shalom says. That's how you have to do it. You have to take a second green pin, put it in at 12, then remove the 10 o'clock one. Yeah, you pull that after you put the other one in. Now, I didn't call that it was going to go on anyways. Now, because I put one in at 12. Now, 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 now I take out the 10 o'clock one, I didn't do anything. And if I, when I put the 12 o'clock one in, I didn't do anything because it was going to go on at 10. When I take the 10 o'clock one, I just elongated it going off. I just kept it off for longer. Therefore, Shomu Zaman says, that would be mutter. These types are much easier. These types, you just put, you, you put, you put it on and off. You're not affecting, you're not taking anything out when you do that. That would be much simpler according to Shomu Zaman. You're still pulling the one out if you wanted to turn on later. If you wanted to turn on later, so that, but it doesn't make a difference. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm never causing it to go on. I'm never doing the action of causing it to go on. When I pull out the 10 o'clock one, now it's not going on at all. So now when I put it back in, I'm making it go on. That's what comes back in. To make it go on or off earlier, to change the status is only permitted in extreme need. To keep the status quo, Rosham Zaman says it's mutter. However, the other leading Paiskim who argue in Rosham Zaman, both Rav Meshav Feinstein and Rav Yashiv, argue on Rosham Zaman. They both say that you cannot do this on Shabbos. Why not? What's the problem? Shalom Zaman sounds like a very good source. They come from a couple of different sources. Just to go through some of the sources, which are, all these cases are Gemaras, which are, we're, we're going to have to compare against our original halakha of putting out a fire by putting barrels of water in front of it. One Gemara, Mishnah in Shabbos, says you, someone has a candle lit on Yom Tif. Actually, it's Mishnah in Be'er. You have a candle lit on Yom Tif. Mishnah said you're not allowed to add in oil to the to the to the to the to the to the lamp, you're not allowed to remove oil from the lamp. Ask the Rishinim, what's the difference? That is that sounds like exactly our Gemara, where I put water in front of the fire, I'm causing the fire to go out, so why can't I take out oil from the lamp? I'm also causing the fire to go out. Why? In Shabbos we say you're allowed to put water in front of the in front of the fire. On Yantav we say the Mishnah said you're not allowed to remove oil from the lamp. I'm causing to go out earlier. What's the difference? Come along the rush. There are a couple of different explanations in Rishinim. The rush, the way he explains this um, this Mishnah, that when you that when you play with the fuel source of the fire, when you add directly into the fire, that is as if you lit it itself or put it out itself. The fuel source, that which gives it, and that's a post that which gives the ability for the thing to burn directly, gives the, the fuel for the thing to burn. That is considered as if you lit it or put it out directly. We don't look at that as if something just you caused. We look at that as your own actions of your hands. Opposed to the, on Shabbos, by the Kit Mishnah on Shabbos, we put the water in front of the fire. I didn't affect the fuel source. I put something which makes the water, which makes the fire go out. Come along some of the Achreinim, some of the Paiskim, Debatina Rav, Biyam Zober, and they want to say, whoa, when I have a timer set on Shabbos and I make it go out earlier, Right? I, I affect it, I do something, I, when I play with I adjust with that timer, I'm affecting the fuel source of the lights. Fuel source of electricity. And I am playing with the fuel source of the lights. Therefore, they want to say that when you adjust a timer, Ripsomazama's whole premise is that adjusting a timer is only causing it to happen. I'm not actually doing it with my own hands. Comes along some of these Paiskim, Ripsomazoba, and Debatina Rob, and they want to say, no, no, you are, that place the fuel source, that's considered you do anything with your own hands. If I do anything with my hand, I can't, I can't keep lights longer on. That's like if I don't have the lights on, they want to keep them on longer, right? We said, of course, that's mutter. I'm keeping the status quo. Raman Zilba says, no, no, that's like adding oil in. Adding oil, the mission says, is usser. Why? Because I'm adding to the fuel source. 
So say the timer, which is directly connected to the fuel source of your electricity, they want to argue and say is considered as if you, when you when you adjust your timer, keep it on longer. As if I added, as if I added electricity, or added fuel, that's considered directly playing around with the fuel source, and that is considered your own hands. As if I turned on the lights with my with with my two hands, I went over to the light switch and turned it on. As some folks can want to argue on Rishomazaman. The counter-argument, Ravadia points out, to that would be no, no, that, that, that the timer is not the fuel source. The timer affects how the fuel runs to my lights, either stops it from running or, 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 or lets it run through. It's not the actual fuel source, but that's a debatable source. Do you look at the timer, the actual fuel source, or is it something which just can divert my fuel? Now, that would be the presumably the Machlechus Tun Shomzaman, and the other place given how we view um, a timer. That's one issue. One place of the place in Kanta argue in Shomazaman is that maybe you're directly playing to fuel source, which is never going to be permitted on Shabbos. I think Bernard had a good example of, to, to address that last one, what if you had like a, a reservoir and like a divider in the middle? Yeah, okay, that, that could be what it would come down to. Yeah, yeah. A second <coughs> source that the, the Akhrenim Kanta argue in Shomazaman is the, the, the Gemara in Bavakama. The Gemara is discussing. By, by what we was a little bit discussed after Shachris this morning about what's your liability when you when you put a something that's damages but you got your damages got assisted by the wind. You put a you put a fire depending on exactly the case and you something blew something that you did but you set up you set up the damages. I got with the case of the Gemara was over there. Not important, but the but there but the Gemara is discussing when your damages are assisted by the wind. And the Gemara com compares and contrasts that with a case of winnowing on Shabbos. Winnowing is one of the thirty nine malachas. And so you take you have a pile of grain. And you also have the shaft, I think it is, that's the bad part. And you throw it up, the shaft is much lighter, the grain is heavier. That's a great way of separating your shaft from your grain. One of the 39 malachs and shaft is very similar to Bayer of separating. So the Gemara asks, the Gemara says that why are you obligated for that in Shabbos? I didn't separate, the wind separated. I didn't separate it. The Gemara answers that, malachas machshabas, that's the Torah. The Torah answered purposeful malacha on Shabbos. I intended to separate that, that's enough to obligate me on Shabbos. Ask Ask Farsham on this Gemara. What do you mean? I didn't actually separate it. I caused it to be separated. Why is that different than our Gemara, which said that you're allowed to put up barrels of water in front of a fire? I didn't actually separate it. I threw it up in the air, and the wind separated it. Why do we look at? Why are we calling that an obligation on Shabbos? Why do you think you're, that, that that you violated a malacha on Shabbos by doing by winnowing? So there are various answers in the Akhrenim. One answer by a lot of the Akhrenim, the especially more recent ones, Mishabura, and others seem to go with is that by winnowing, that is the way you winnow. The way you winnow is by throwing something up in the air and the wind separates it. Terry said you can't do that, right? So Terry was saying that you can't you can't you that 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 that, that you can't separate the you, that you can't when Terry asked winnowing, it separate it asked any time you're using the wind to do your malacha. They want to say any time the malach is meant to be done like this, that's not called causing it, that's called direct action of your hands. Put that a little further, some of the places can want to say, it's not just when the malach is meant to like that, when this device is meant to be used in that fashion, it's also considered as if the, that, that I did it with my own hands. And therefore, some places can want to say, the to go like this, that wants to say that any time the device I am using is meant to be done in a way, just by a cause and effect relationship, not that with my own hands, that is if I did it with my own hands. 
And therefore, we actually want to say you can't use a timer. Why? Because that's the way a timer is meant to be used. When something's meant to be done like that, we don't view it as, as, as if you just cause it to happen. We view it as if you actually did it with your own two hands. And therefore, Yashiv says that's why Yashiv argues again on Rosh Zaman and said you're not allowed to do any of these, adjust any of these timers because we view it as if you turned on or off the lights with your own two hands. Rabbi doesn't say why. His confirmation also actually does not explain why, but it seems to be he's also maybe very likely going with this Svara also, that a timer is meant to be used that way. We don't view it. A whole premise for Rosh Zaman is that we view it as you didn't actually do it, you just caused it. And they say no, when something's meant to be done that way, we don't view it as if, we don't view it as if you caused it, we meant it actually you did it with your own hands. It comes out, we have a massive machoikas over here. How do we view timers intrinsically? Timers viewed as something that you did with your own hands, or timers viewed as something which you just caused? According to, um, according to Rav Shomel Zalman, you're, um, you're allowed to make something go on or off earlier in the case of a big need, and you're allowed to keep the status in all cases. According to the other price scheme, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to touch the thing, basically. You're, there's nothing you can do with a timer at all. Price point out, Yunkum Shomel Zalman, you have to be very careful not to not to twist it too much, because sometimes people, when they start playing around with the timers, next thing they know, they're, you know, they're playing around with it, and next thing they know, they turned it on right now, or they turned it off right now. It's very easy for that to happen if you're not careful. And, Python, and especially the, the cases that are doing status quo, I'm like keeping it on, confusing. Even Python who go like Rosh Hashanah and say that, take a step back, like, be careful what you're doing. One more problem, Paisa can point out, where Moshe seems to address, seems to, this is a problem, is that he, Moshe holds that the entire timer is muksa. Uh, it's questionable why that is so. Rishon Zaman argues in that. He says, what, you want to say? He said, Rishon Zaman said, first of all, I don't think it's muksa at all. But even if it is muksa, why would it be muksa? Because it's meant to be used for iser. Rishon Zaman says, so I'm using it for my need. Which is permitted for something which is only muksa because it's meant to be used for iser. There are other um, approaches to why it's muksa, for other reasons which wouldn't have that way out. Rishon Zaman says it's not muksa. Rishon Zaman says it's muksa. Again, Another level of issues over here. There's, there's a lot going on over here. Every case of Grumma has to be weighed against that original Gemara of is this in that Gemara, is this different than that Gemara. Um, it focuses on a lot of the points, but there's, a lot of these points are, again, debatable. No one should decide from here how they're doing it. Again, you have Machlekes being the leading place game. The Saras are not clear. There's no clear Minog and Klaisol how to do this type of thing. Everyone should ask their own Shaila before deciding how to proceed on Shabbos.